Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to Golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to Golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at Golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Hey guys, I'm here with my friend Josh. I wanted him to come back before I left uh, Hawaii here. I wanted him to come back because I had such a good time hanging out with him, interviewing him. Um, and I hope you guys listen to that. So if you haven't listened to the first episode that I had Josh on, please do that now. Well, actually listen to this one and then go, go to that one and then obviously share it. I mean, Josh has got a great heart for power evangelism. Dude, watch him on Instagram. You'll be inspired some middle school student the other day gets healed, you know, um, well, I think it was a shoulder yeah. and another kid ankles. I mean, just, wow, this is awesome. So I wanted to bring Josh back, uh, and, and just have the anointing flow, just have an amazing conversation about God's adventures, you know, and inspiring you guys to, to do that. So Josh, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, we were just having a, a conversation and, um, you know, uh, it's all about Jesus. So we're excited for this. So Josh, um, man, what has God been doing in you lately since, uh, since I last had you on the program? Okay. So it's been fun. Uh, two big things has happened. Uh, I just released my newest book called Practical Keys to Come Alive Inside, which is all about overcoming depression, suicide, and hopelessness. So I just released that to help people. And then uh, honestly, man, the Lord has been talking to me still, even the last time I had a conversation with you, is to go after evangelism, like, radically. So those are kind of my two focuses, and yeah. So radical evangelism, what does that look like? Radical evangelism, in my opinion, is uh, committing yourself to it, committing your heart to the Lord to it, but also intentionally going out and persistently doing it and just flow in the presence of the Lord and pursuing it as a day-to-day lifestyle. So, so if, if I'm kind of you were mentioning before we started about a poll that you were taking mm-hmm. and how many people were saying that they feel called to do personal evangelism you know you said 88 percent of people yeah. on the poll had said that they feel that but i think it was a very low number of people who felt that the church they haven't been equipped yep. well enough to do that so if someone listening to this it's like, yeah, I feel called to go tell someone the gospel, show the power of Jesus to someone. Uh, I just don't know where to start. How do you get them started? There's two things I would always suggest. You got to develop the, a discerning the voice of the Lord in your life. You really got to do it because if you watch the life of Jesus, it's so exciting. If you watch the life of Jesus, he constantly said, like we've talked before, I only do what I see the Father doing. So we have to go down the road of going towards evangelism, of discerning the voice of the Lord in the prophetic, prophetically. Like, Lord, show me your heart for this person in front of me. Or ask the Lord to give you visions of people throughout the day. Or you just go and if you see someone with crutches, casts, braces, so forth on, you just kind of approach them 
and you just invite the presence of the Lord upon them and ask the Lord how he wants to heal them. So that I would say go more towards uh, in the spirit in it prophetically. Secondly is um, another way you can go into it is that you just you, people that you work with. As you develop relationship with people at your job, as you have conversations with them over time, as you build um, like a relationship and building good rapport with them, asking like how their day are, taking actually interest in them as human beings, that's very necessary. Kind of uh, just building a relationship, just go with that. And once when you build a relationship, just start easing the gospel and through trying to get prophetic words or pray for their bodies or asking the Lord, what are certain things that you want me to say that can capture their interest that can start um, pulling them in and stuff like that? So, yeah. yeah. You know, when I was younger, I was taught several different methods of evangelism. Yeah. And I kind of got stuck in the method. Yeah. It has to be this verse, you know, the Roman road or the four spiritual laws, which are great tools. They've worked and they, I think they still work. Uh, but, and I've been to seminary and I've debated. <laughs> I lose the energy for debate amongst Christian brothers. I great people. I, I love those people. Okay. <laughs> but man, after a while, it's like, dude, like I just, uh, you know, Later, I realized it's just loving people. It's relationship, just like you're saying, and not looking at people as a, a mark. Nope. Or should I say this word, target? Nope. You know, like I, when I was younger, okay, I've done, you know, I'll be honest. It's like, oh, that that one, target, you know, like another notch in the tool belt or whatever, yeah. right? Uh, but how do you make it so that it's just natural and God's love is being shown and they're not a target, but like they're a person. Well, I think that like you actually have to come to a place. Um, either, either the Lord has to break your heart in this area or you have to develop this like perspective in life that actually people really matter by the end of the day. Oh my gosh. Okay. Say, say that again. Break your heart to show that people matter. Yeah. Like, man, the thing is like no one wants someone to walk up to them and preach at them for 20 minutes in their face and not let them say one thing. That's the number one thing I constantly get people about. Like take interest in them and take them out, speak life into them, ask where their interests, where their desires, where their dreams, what makes, what, what makes you feel dead? Like who ask them about their girlfriend, actually value yeah. them as a person and take interest. And when you do that, you actually build leverage with them. Yes, and that's totally. highly essential. Totally. And for me, I also know that when they start talking about it, that's an opportunity. Yep. When they come to you and ask a question, hey, uh, maybe why, why are you so happy all the time? Or why, why did Jesus, why are you that's a good. Christian? You know, um, a young woman here at the school, she's like, Jared, uh, tell me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay. I was like, that's an invitation. That's good. To lay hands on someone and just do it. I, and let's just be honest, dude. Like, again, going back a, a few years or some years, you know, uh, the debating, the 20 minutes, the 30 minutes, you know, hopefully people can have a conversation with someone that long. But <laughs> we're all so busy and on the go. Yeah. You know, me and my friends, dude, we do like, I guess, drive-by praying. Okay, yep. like, like you could just real quick, the cashier, hey, is there something I could pray about? Get a word of knowledge and just be like, hey, Jesus, how much do you love this person? Will you show me yeah. something? And, you know, you've got uh, people in line behind you and, you know, you're buying this item, but you could quickly say, hey, you know, 
this uh, this is what Jesus said, and Jesus loves you, and you know, and people are like, oh my gosh, like that's you know, and, and then you you could quickly pray for them, and hopefully you could come back again and see them. Yeah. But like in 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 brief situations, uh, is there a go to that you have? Like you've only got a minute, you've only got two minutes, or you know this person's in a rush. Uh, I just simply. <laughs> Honestly, I know this sounds, uh, if you ask good questions, you will get good answers. So I usually ask the Lord, what is something that would touch your heart uniquely? Does that make sense? Yes. Can I share a story with you real quick? And this is all about building good rapport. You're going to like this story, by the way. So two weeks ago, I put diesel in my car and I, my car takes normal gas and it cost me 930 bucks. It was during the rainstorm, bro. It was really bad. I get it. Yeah. Sorry. It was really bad. (laughs) So I don't know, I don't want to tell you why that happened, but it's ridiculous. But I was without my car for four days. And the second day I go to the local Safeway because all I can do is skateboard, okay? And I walk out of the building and there's this person that yells out his car. Now let me create a little bit more context. This person works at a local health food store, but he recently got fired. Um, But over that time before he got fired, I would go into his shop, just constantly ask the whole, when I go in shops, I'm loud. I talk to everyone. I ask them, how are you guys doing? What's the highlight of your day? Like, what are you guys looking for? I try to build interest with them. I believe that like, like we've got to build interest in them, but it has to be legitimate. Like I said, the Lord has to break your heart for humanity to care for them. So one of the ways I believe for you to care for humanity is actually to take interest in them as human beings. So I've had about six conversations with him, six conversations just throughout the time. And I built like rapport with him, good rapport. I always kept it positive. I always took, I was always focused on him. I didn't come in and talk about my life. You know, like I'm just some random guy. So I'm sitting down while it's raining. This is a week and a half ago. I'm sitting down underneath the shelter because it's raining. And from his car, he's in his Jeep. And I just hear this voice coming out of the Jeep. And he said, hey, Josh, um, and I was like, where's this voice coming from? Because I'm just like waiting for the rain to go away. I'm looking at my cell phone, probably on Instagram, swiping or something like that. And I hear again, hey, Josh. And it's from this car right in front of me. I'm like, where's this coming from? I get up and I look at this guy and he's like, it's the guy from the, the shop that got fired. And he's like, hey, dude, you want to come sit in the car with me? I'm like, you know how you said like when someone like pulls you mm-hmm. in? I was like, yeah, sure. Um, it kind of smells like pot, but whatever. So... <laughs> So I jump in the car, I'm in the back seat with him. There's a bong in front of me, it smells like pot. In the back trunk, there's like a bed, and I think he kind of sleeps in his car sometimes. And there's like this rainstorm, and like we're this far away and we don't know each other. We've had no more than like maybe six minutes conversation, but I always kept, kept a good rapport with him. So we're just talking for 20 minutes. I'm asking all about his life, trying to figure out, found, talked to him about his girlfriend that he's interested in, this girl that he likes. And eventually it just turned over to me 20 minutes later and I just told him like, yeah, I like to pray for people and sometimes they get healed. I just share a story and he's like, well, that's cool, but I don't know if I believe in that stuff. And then on top of that, he said that I'm one of those people that has to see it to believe it. Mm -hmm. Right when he said that the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said he had lower back pain. So I said, hey man, um, while we're on this conversation, do you struggle with any pain in your body? I didn't tell me he had back pain. You don't do that. I just asked him, do you have any pain in your body? And he said, no. And he's like, well, actually I do. But he was kind of hinting like nothing's going to happen. He's like, well, I actually struggle with back pain. And he's like, yeah. I was like, well, can I just bless you real quick? And this is the middle of like a car during a rainstorm. You were there. And I'm just like, this is interesting. So I was like, can I just bless you with you? Bless you real quick. 
He's like, sure, what do I do? I was like, I don't know, just close your eyes. So I lay my hands on him. I was like, Lord, I don't know how I heal this person. Like, how do you want to heal this person? And the Lord showed me a vision of him stepping out of the car and touching his toes. That's so good. Um, it's a lot e- easier to uh, heal with Jesus rather than trying to do it on your own ability. Just going to throw that in. So I just say, hey, bro, I know this sounds weird. Can you just step out of the toe and touch your, touch your toes real quick? He, he opens the car he bends down and touches his toes and he comes up and his, start, his eyes start to tear. And I was like, dude, what the heck happened? He touches his toes again. He's like, dude, you gotta be joking me. I'm like, oh, it's like, I'm like, what? He's like, bro, I've been, dealing, I've been dealing with back pain for 10 years wow. relentlessly. All my friends know this. I literally can't touch my toes without being massive pain. It was incredible. So he came back in the car. He is, dude, he's literally shaking a little bit. He's like, dude, what did you just do to me? He's like, listen, if you look in the Bible, in the Gospels, you see this person named Jesus, who's also God, going around healing people and delivering them of their pain and stuff like that. He's in the car with us right now, and he just set you free, and he's like totally blown out of this water. This guy's unchurched, by the way. So I started teaching him how to have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I'm going to end it right now. And he's like, by the end of the conversation, 20 minutes after he got healed, he's like, man, I can't wait for you to get out of the car because I just want to talk to God now. So good. And all happens by building good rapport, taking interest in him, and then an invitation came. Jesus supernaturally healed him. Boom. It was powerful. That is so awesome. Guys, this is encouraging. Uh, um, can you share the story that I saw on Instagram the other day with the, those two middle school students, I think? <laughs> At the skate park? <laughs> okay, okay, guys, listen, listen. Some of these videos are raw, okay? Like, yeah. like... Uh, let's just be honest. These are non-believers or maybe people who are part of a different subculture. So I saw one video of yours one time where, where someone was like, what the F? What just happened? I, and I was like, I was like, you know what? Like that seriously, that's the, the only way they know how to explain it. But th- they realized they got saved and you point them to Jesus. You're like, Jesus did that for you, man. How's it feel? And they're like, they're like, <laughs> blow, their eyeballs are like wide like this. And, and they're, they're healed. And obviously they're, they're, you know, you let the Holy Spirit continue to do the work in them and he'll continue to, to get them saved. I, I mean, for me, I was a mess okay, yeah. as a teenager. Yeah. Okay. I didn't serve Jesus. He, he gets a hold of me radically, but I still had vocabulary and terminology in me for a while, you know, that, that in time, you know, the, 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 my vocabulary changed, yeah. Yeah. you know, I didn't throw around the F-bomb or whatever. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Share, share a story, man. Uh, yeah, no, I totally agree with what you're saying. It's fun talking to people who don't have a vocabulary straight mixed with they don't know Jesus and they finally experience it for the first time. Yeah. Life-changing. So, um, you know how I told you how I like to film people getting healed? I am committed to the Lord because the Lord spoke to me, Josh, if you do this, I will duplicate it. So I just try to be obedient to the Lord at least once a week or every once or twice a month just to go film, just inspire people. But I just try to live this out, to be honest with you. And by the way, can I just share with you, not everyone I pray for gets healed, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like a couple days before that, I prayed for someone at my work. They didn't get healed. Pray for another person. They didn't get healed. So just let everyone know this is not the, I, the it's not everyone. It's just it's not how it works 100%. with me. I just don't want people yeah. to think there's special people out there. I'm just right. committed to the Lord within this area. But I went to the skate park. I walk up to two guys before I saw these guys I prayed for, and they both didn't get healed, just to be honest with you. And then we went to a skate park, and I'm there, and I see a bunch of kids, probably in 15 to 19 to 14 and stuff like that, maybe even 13. I was like, Lord, I just want to like see someone healed today. 
I'm at the skate park and my friend is actually with me. He's never seen someone heal before, so he's been asking me to take him out to see how this stuff happens. So pretty much I walk up to these kids. I was like, all right guys, I'm filming a TikTok today and I go to skate parks and I do videos at skate parks. I didn't tell them what it was about. Do any of you guys have any pain in their body? And they're like, yeah, all the time. This guy's like, I messed up my ankle. This other kid says both of my ankles are shattered. And this guy says he has a messed up arm. By the way, if you ever want to practice praying for the sick, go to the skate park or go to athletes because they're always injured and I'm an athlete and I skateboard. Dude, I get bad falls all the time, honestly. So essentially, I, I, I pray for one of the kids. His ankle gets healed and he's shocked out of his mind. Absolutely blown out of his mind. Then we pray for the other kid with his ankle. He gets healed. And now I say, all right, listen, guys. Um, you, with the shoulder pain, you mind if we actually film this real quick? And he's like, okay. Like, they don't care. Right. <laughs> you know, like... like the, TikTok famous. Yeah, they're like 14. They're like, they don't care. I'm like, okay. So I p- turn on my phone. I hand it to one of the kids that just got hit. I'm like, here, dude, just hold this. And I just start interviewing. And this guy messed up his shoulder, 10 being extreme pain to 1 being nothing. He has at level 5. I said, well, can we just pray for you real quick? The kid who just got healed by Jesus with, um, just got healed with Jesus with this, his ankle issues. I said, dude, you're going to pray with me. I'm going to teach you how to do this now. You got to equip them. So I said, lay your hands on this kid. He helped lay his hands on this kid. Um, I said, repeat after me. But also I was hearing God's voice, how to do it, because we can command things. I think it's awesome. We can do all the formulas. I think the Lord honors them, but I want to make sure I'm in tune with the Holy Spirit. That's the focus. I was like, Lord, how do you want to do this? The Lord told me to tell him to do this movement real quick. Just lift up your arm. He did it. He instantly gets healed, shocked. They're all blown away. I start telling them about the Lord, all that kind of stuff. So That's awesome. So Josh, what makes you come alive inside? A lot. Um, so we've already talked about this, but I have this tattoo that says, come alive inside. Um, it would be um, creating. I'm obsessed with creating art, photography, graphic design. I love speaking. Uh, I love having close, intimate con- uh, conversations with people, like focused. And I love traveling and doing mystery. So yeah, I think about this a lot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think you'd mentioned a little while ago you're going to put together is it going to be a short film of you of some of your god adventures or um <sighs> yeah that's the plan half hour episode <laughs> that, that, that's the plan honestly <laughs> if i can figure out how to make it happen it's hard you gotta go with the right people you gotta have finances back you up but i believe in the message of dream with god so i have things before i want before it that i want to do but it's, it's in the workings. I want, to do, I want to first do a vlog showing everything behind the scenes of how to do evangelism. Yeah, that's good. Um, so you capture these God encounters, these power encounters really well on video. Thank you. Um, I, I don't. I, I, I'm a little, like, I love prophesying over people. I love praying for people. doesn't matter where, Starbucks, you know, people have been listening to this podcast. They've heard a, a number of those stories, right? Yeah. But I just... Uh, but now I'm finishing this, or I finished this digital film school. It's like, okay, it's time to go next level, yep. and it's time to start capturing more of this. So for me, I'd like to do documentaries following people, yeah. uh, kind of like the Darren Wilson stuff. Uh, and, and then also, obviously, um, having someone film me at a, doing a seminar Absolutely. or webinar, you know, that kind of a thing. But capturing these things, I think we need more of that, and it does encourage people. So... Mm. Um, 
Now, you've got this book that you just released, Come Alive Inside. Can you uh, describe that to us and then also tell us where we can get it? Okay, so I'm going to share where we can get it because I know if I just take off, I'm going to forget. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's good. You. So you can, <laughs> Do check, it in you can check out my website, joshuafenmore.com, J-O-S-H-U-A, Joshua Fenmore, F-E-N-I-M-R-E.com, Joshua Fenmore. So you can go there. But the whole entire book is focused on how to overcome depression, suicide, and hopelessness mixed with anxiety, all the negative issues of life. So I put about 10 chapters in there for you to do well in your soul. And I'm going to, you mind if I share three of the keys real quick? Because this is highly essential and I really want people to thrive. Okay. Yes. There are things that we do unintentionally and intentionally by nature that either causes us to come alive inside or to have a sense of death in our soul. Okay. So we need to develop certain practices, and there are three practices I tell people that they need to develop, and you need to apply this in your life on a day-to-day basis, okay? First practice that we need to develop is developing a strong awareness of the presence of the Lord in our life, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. David said this in the Psalms. He said, I, um, he said that, I see the, the Lord always with me because he is at my right hand. Therefore, I will not be shaken. So... In the Psalms, Jesus said that he was always aware of Jesus with him. He was always aware of Emmanuel, God with us. And he said, therefore, I will not be shaken. So one of the ways you and I overcome negative emotions, depression, hopelessness, suicide, all the negative ways of dealing with issues of life is being aware of the presence of God in this room with us. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Second thing is um, we need to develop vision in our life. Mm-hmm. You need to develop vision. This is just how the Lord uh, created us. We have to have a focus. Scripture says that without vision, we cast off restraint. Or without vision, we perish. Or right. without vision, we are all over the place. Vision is looking towards the future and what you want to do, see, or experience. There's vision that Jesus gives his own people, and there's vision that we can create too. And those are two things we need to develop, Okay. Last one, sorry if I'm just speeding through this. Last one is something called gratitude. Gratitude is highly essential. Uh, Essentially, gratitude is recognizing the goodness of Jesus in your life, okay? One more verse. Scripture says, I would have fainted or I would would have fell into despair unless I saw the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So we have to intentionally review the goodness of the Lord in our life, what he has done for us, how he's broken through, the miracles, how he's provided, we had to go down down the realms of seeing the good things he's done in our life and meditating on it and letting his presence just flood our soul and encourage us that way. So, so awesome. that's how we come alive inside. Awesome. Guys, if you're listening to this, we want you to come alive inside. So yeah. I'm going to ask my buddy Josh here to activate you to come alive inside. So Josh, it'd be an honor. All right. So... All right, let's talk about, okay, let's talk about dreaming. Um, so here's the activation we can do. So there are certain dreams and desires that Jesus has put in us that we kind of just put on the shelf. We don't want to do that. So one of the ways I want to activate you guys, activate you guys is by doing this. If you had all the resources, funds, and equipment in the world, you had everything at your expense, what would you really do with your time? So I want you to imagine and think what would I really do if I had all the money in the world? What would I really do if I had all the resources? What would I do and how would I want to advance the kingdom of God? And the reason we got to do that is because of this. God has everything and we don't. And God wants us to freely dream within ourselves. And when we can do that, we can actually be able to dream and have a conversation with Him without any hindrances. So all I want you guys to do is this. Get a piece of paper, write one, two, and three, and just jot down, even more if you want to, 
If you had nothing stopping you, what would you literally accomplish on this earth? What would you accomplish with Jesus? How would you like to dream with Jesus to expand his kingdom and influence humanity for the good? Awesome. So guys, do that right now as we're ending, unfortunately, yeah. our time here. Three months yeah. of awesomeness here at YWAM Kona. I got to hang out with my buddy Josh and activate you guys. And um, you'll be hearing more from Josh. I know you will. <laughs> Thank you. But please follow him on Instagram, TikTok, and all those places, and go to his website. So, Josh, it was an honor. It was a pleasure, bro. Thank you. And all of you listening out there, be activated in the name of Jesus.